Welcome to Neuro Insights, a podcast that gives you insight into the latest research in organizational psychology, workplace well-being, and mental health. I'm Vivian, the Chief Research Officer here at Neuro. And I'm Peter, a researcher and content creator at Neuro, where we create science-based 15-minute micro-learnings for managers to improve mental health in the workplace. Each week, we'll be discussing a new journal article that sheds light on ways to enhance mental health at work, both for you and your team. Let's dive into the research to find out what NeuroInsight you could implement today. So today we're going to be going over a journal article that was published last year in Organization Science by Konstantinos Kutafaris and Adam Grant from the Wharton School at UPenn called Taking Your Team Behind the Curtain, the Effects of Leader Feedback Sharing and Feedback Seeking on Team Psychological Safety. And this article looks at these two leadership behaviors and how they affect psychological safety on your team. But let's first talk about what psychological safety is and and why it's so important. Yeah, well, psychological safety is a shared belief that team members hold that they won't be rejected when they speak up with their ideas or concerns. Now, this is super important because it all relates to how creative a team is. They make less mistakes. There's more innovative solutions. Uh, Generally, teams are more productive. There's an increased quality of work and engagement. So psychological safety is huge. Now, one of the strongest predictors of psychological safety is leadership behavior. Many managers and leaders struggle with establishing this. Why is it so hard? Why is this an issue? Well, it can be understandable. Leaders can feel insecure if people raise concerns. If they bring up a problem that's difficult, there might not be a clear solution. Employees have a fear of speaking up, and they might be punished. So then you have it on that side. And then what can leaders do to foster this kind of psychological safety? Well, leaders need to actively show employees that they are open-minded and accept new ideas. Now, Vivian, I know you're about to jump into describing the article, but what I found interesting was that employees default assume a place is psychologically unsafe, and it's up to the leader to prove that it is safe. Now, leaders need to actively show to their employees that they are open-minded and accept new ideas, and we do that through two different actions, and they are feedback seeking and feedback sharing. Now, these are going to come up in the article, but feedback seeking is when a leader or a manager asks employees what they can do to improve, what they can do, uh, whether that be the company, the product, their, the way they manage, uh, their leadership skills. It could be anything. Feedback sharing is when managers actually put into practice something uh, based on feedback they've gotten. So that might be through HR, it could be through a third party, or directly to that manager. When they put something into practice, they share, I am going to do this new practice based on this feedback from employees. Right, and feedback sharing is much more vulnerable because a leader is sharing a time in their past when they have received feedback, and it discloses a weakness that they have and how they want to improve. So in that way... Yeah, it's much more vulnerable. And so because it's a greater display of vulnerability, the authors 
hypothesized that feedback sharing would have a more lasting effect on team psychological safety than feedback seeking. Now, to prove this hypothesis, they ran three studies. I'm going to go through the methodology of these three studies to give you an idea of how they came up with their findings. So study one was more of a cross-sectional study where they just looked at 66 CEOs and got them to report their levels of feedback seeking and feedback sharing. Then they got independent board members to rate the team's psychological safety. And in this, they concluded by correlating the levels of feedback seeking and feedback sharing with the psychological safety that both behaviors were in fact related to higher team psychological safety. And in a way, this was, we kind of expect this because these are good, positive behaviors from the CEOs that we think would build psychological safety. The downside of the study was that it was a cross-sectional study, so we're only looking at one point in time. And there could be other confounding factors that lead to the psychological safety, not necessarily linked to leadership behaviors. So they did a second study, which was a longitudinal study, performed with a bigger sample this time, so it was 131 team leaders. And what they did was they assigned these leaders to four different groups. One group received a feedback sharing intervention. The second group received a feedback seeking intervention. The third group had both interventions back to back. And the last group was a control, so they didn't have any interventions. After these leaders received the intervention, then their team was asked to complete questionnaires one week and one year after the intervention on psychological safety and leader competence. And they really wanted to look at, does feedback sharing have a larger effect and a more lasting effect on psychological safety? And what they found was actually quite interesting they did prove the hypothesis that feedback sharing, so the more vulnerable type of sharing, has not only a larger effect, but a more lasting effect on psychological safety. But what's interesting is that feedback seeking, even though it had a positive correlation in the first study, did not have that same effect at both time points in the second study. So this was quite interesting. And prompted the authors to then do a follow-up third study, which was a qualitative study, in which they conducted semi-structured interviews with a random sample of leaders and employees in study two years after this intervention. And in these interviews, they asked both the team leaders and the employees to walk them through what that process was like. So the process of feedback seeking, of feedback sharing, and asked them to comment on any reactions, or any observable changes in the team dynamics. They also explained the findings from study two, so the fact that they did not find any impact on feedback seeking on team psychological safety and asked the participants how they would explain this pattern. So from these interviews, they came up then with two process models to describe what feedback seeking and feedback sharing do in relation to team psychological safety. Basically what these models are, and you'll have to look at the actual paper to see a better visual of what these models look like, but if I could describe them, in feedback seeking, there is an initiation of vulnerability where the leader asks for feedback and employees give feedback. However, the most common two responses 
are that leaders are either defensive or they do not respond. They are inactive towards this feedback. And that results in actually a negative feedback loop where there's a dissolution of vulnerability and employees feel like they didn't really do anything with the feedback. They feel disempowered. On the contrary, with feedback sharing, it may be a bit awkward at first. It was actually interesting in the first little cycle there. There was an initiation of vulnerability where the leader opens up and there's sort of this element of surprise where people are like, oh, this is not common. What are you doing and sharing this kind of embarrassing story? And leaders have to, in fact, push through the awkwardness and they said in the paper, commit to vulnerability in order for employees to see that there is a desire for the managers to to be vulnerable and to seek connection. And in reciprocation, the employees then also are vulnerable and it then creates this positive feedback cycle where employees are then vulnerable and actually give actionable feedback to the managers about how the managers could improve and what they can do specifically, you know, in reaction to this feedback. So what that results is what they call a crystallization of vulnerability, where instead of being dissolved, this vulnerability is in fact sort of embedded into the organization and has a lasting effect. So this is really interesting, uh, I think, comparing these two behaviors, the different effect that they may have, because I think oftentimes we think, oh, it's enough for me to just ask for feedback and I can just ask my team, oh, just tell me if I'm doing anything wrong and if they felt anything they would tell me, but I think what this paper shows is that it's not as simple as that and that a lot of times people don't speak up and you can't just think that your team has high psychological safety because you continuously ask for feedback. So those are some of my takeaways. I think the fact that leaders sharing feedback about their weaknesses being so powerful in creating psychological safety was a big takeaway from the conclusion of this paper. There's a quote at the end of uh, the paper which says, by inviting employees backstage behind the curtain, leaders can build psychological safety without undermining their images as effective and competent. So I think circling back to the beginning, there's this fear for leaders and managers to share vulnerably or do something vulnerably. Yet this article is saying that's the very thing you need to do. Now, at the end, you were explaining sort of that minute detail, the telling the story of a manager doing something vulnerable, responding to feedback. And there's this critical moment of, ah, this is awkward. My manager's bringing up something I told him in private, and now we're, we're uh, talking about it. And then he or she is implementing this new change. Well, that's when there's integrity. So there's one thing, like you said, seeking feedback. Hey, Tell me any time you have something you'd like to change about the company. Well, is there any integrity behind it? It's these, uh, this commitment to change that employees are looking for to see if it actually goes somewhere. Then there's that healthy feedback loop of, oh, new action items, little details that a manager can change. Yeah, and if I may tie it back to actually our first episode talking about loneliness in managers, I think this issue of giving and receiving feedback is is really tied to that loneliness and manager issue because as we discussed in the first episode there seems to be an invisible barrier between employees and managers where employees feel like managers are 
on the other side. They are the bosses. They don't understand our problems. And what this article is telling us is that the way to break down that barrier is for managers to be vulnerable, to share their own weaknesses and to tell their team, hey, I'm not some superhero. I'm just like you in many ways. And I mess up too. Yeah. And, and yet still hold the stage. I think there's that fear of, oh, if I let in or show any vulnerability, I'm going to lose everything. Well, it's different to bring people backstage, show them around and, and explain what you're doing transparently versus, you know, giving up the stage completely. Uh, what I took away too was that leaders do matter. They're the ones that set the tone for if this place is going to be vulnerable or not, if it's going to be safe or not. And leaders are the ones responsible to do that because they're the agents of change. Mm -hmm. So if you're a manager listening to this and you want an actionable insight to take away with you, I think one thing we can reflect on is, am I someone who is vulnerable in sharing with my team? Am I receptive in receiving feedback? How do I respond when people give me feedback? What am I doing to build greater team psychological safety? I think if you're someone who always asks for feedback but doesn't share your own mistakes, I think this paper really encourages us and pushes us to, to share, to start with ourselves. And it doesn't have to be something colossal, uh, a big mistake that you did. I think one small example could be last week I went overtime and missed a deadline by three days and I really messed up on that. But it was it was hard given all the things I'm juggling. And so that's acknowledging that you you aren't perfect. You have other things that you have going on and you miss deadlines too. And so I think that's a simple example of what it would look like to share a vulnerability it could be as simple as that and so we'll, we'll leave you with that insight and hope that with greater feedback sharing you'll be able to create a greater sense of psychological safety in your team and you know it's never ending in this process but can always work towards uh, a team where we feel safe and can bring our authentic selves to work <laughs>